Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Theology Central Podcast. It is Friday, December the 10th, 2021. It is currently 2.51 p.m. Central Time. And once again, I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church, located right here in Ovalo, Texas. What did my voice do right there? I'm coming to you. My voice went up, what, three octaves there. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what was going on. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Theology Central Podcast. As I was saying before my voice so rudely interrupted me, I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church right here in Ovalo, Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. And if you are listening to us live this afternoon, feel free to use the chat feature. You can offer your thoughts, your perspective, or you can just say hello Or you don't have to say anything, but it is available to you if you're listening to us live on the Spreaker app, all right? We have a lot to talk about before we get to the subject. Let me put forth my hypothesis. Let me put forth my theory. Now, some people agree with me. Some people agree with me. Many do not, and I I definitely understand that, but I'm becoming more dogmatic about my hypothesis. I'm becoming a little bit more dogmatic about my theory. Maybe maybe at the beginning, I was a little bit more like, okay, well, here's my perspective. Here's my hypothesis. I'm becoming more dogmatic about it. However, I'm always willing to listen to different perspectives, but I, I'm going to share this, what I, I, I'm going to call it a hypothesis, but I'm going to share my perspective that I'm pretty dogmatic about it right now, but we have an article that will somewhat relate to this. I will look at their perspective and then I will probably relate it to my perspective. So that's why we're going to start with my perspective first, okay? So are you ready? Here we go. I believe that right now, 2021, we have basically three different forms of Christianity in the world today. All right, I believe 2021, we basically have three, I'm going to call these three different forms of so-called Christianity. We have the left-leaning progressive Christianity, which I think means that, and when I say a Christianity, listen, the one on the left, I, well, let me state it, state it this way. Let me, let, me, let me just start over. Let me start over because I need to make it very clear. I will say that there is biblical Christianity and there are two schools of thought trying to write write biblical Christianity out of existence. However, the average person looking out at the world in 2021 may see, oh, there's three different forms of Christianity. So in one way, yes, you could call them three forms of Christianity, but I believe there's only one true form of Christianity. That's a biblical historical Christianity. And the other two things are not really Christianity at all. They have, they are ideas, philosophies, perspectives that are writing biblical Christianity out of existence. They are things that have hijacked Christianity. They have co-opted Christianity. They're only Christian in name, but not in any other true meaningful way. So, so some people would say, see, there, there's three different forms of Christianity. And I would argue, no, there's one form of Christianity, historical biblical Christianity, and these other things are corruptions. These other things are hijackers. These other things are things that are co-opting and trying to write biblical Christianity out of existence. 
So it all really lo- depends on your perspective. So let me go through the different, the three different things, all right? And I already kind of mentioned one before I stopped myself and, and, and restated this. And, and I needed to restate it because I want you to understand that it depends on how you look at this, right? From the outside, you can say, whoa, those are three different, completely different forms of Christianity. And, and I understand that. But I think the reality is there is just one true historical biblical Christianity, and then everything else are corruptions. And so that's how I'm going to look at it. So let's start with the corruption, the, the hijackers from the left. You have a liberal progressive Christianity that is ri- trying to write biblical Christianity out of existence, replace biblical Christianity with this very liberal progressive left-leaning idea of Christianity where they will basically rewrite what the Bible says about sin. They, they will reject the idea that the Bible is the inspired word of God. Uh, they, they will, the way they interpret it, everything. It's just, it's a mess. We could spend all day trying to identify it, but it's the left-leaning progressive form of what some people would call Christianity that I think has come along, hijacked Christianity co-opted Christianity, and slowly but surely trying to write biblical Christianity out of existence and replace it. While that is going on on the left, there on the far right is the right-leaning, conservative, Republican-led kind of hijacking of Christianity. This is all about patriotism, uh, make America great again, we're going to save our country, and it's a very, very, very conservative, right-leaning, Republican hijacked form of Christianity. And both of them, these are present right now, but both of them are the enemy to historical biblical Christianity. Both of these perspectives are the enemy, both of them are cancers, both of them are co-opting, hijacking, and trying to write biblical Christianity out of existence. So if you're trying to hold to a very biblical point of view, a very theologically sound point of view, you have to be on the lookout for these two things that are trying to hijack and ultimately write Christianity out of existence. And this is creating a situation for many people where they feel like, I have no church. I don't feel at home in Christianity anymore because you almost have to now have a political identity. It's no longer about your theological identity. Now for you to fit within the church, you have to have a political identity. You have to find a church that goes along that, and you, you once you find a church, you have to figure out which political identity is required to be in good standing of that church. And you may have to vote Republican and be this, and you have to think this way. And, uh, and, and if you don't do that, then you're, you're going to be viewed as, well, either progressive or liberal, or you're going to be viewed as right-wing conservative Republican. And the sad part is that destroys the church, that destroys Christianity, because our identity should be who we are in Christ. Our identity should be that we are Christians, that we are strangers here, that we're pilgrims here, that this is not our home, and that we are focused on the Great Commission. We are focused on discipling people. We're focused on the preaching and proclamation of God's word. But now Christianity, because of these two opposing corrupting forces, are, are put making it very difficult to say, no, I'm going to stay focused on the Bible because it's like, no, that, that, that's no longer enough. You've got to be identified 
by a political ideology. And I know many people disagree with me, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm becoming more and more dogmatic that that is happening. Now, why am I mentioning this perspective that I've talked about and talked about and talked about again? So, so let me make sure we understand one another, or I should say, let's make sure you understand me. Some people would say, see, there's three different forms of Christianity. You've got the left-leaning progressive Christianity. You've got the right-leaning conservative Christianity. And then you've got the people in the middle. They may not refer to it as biblical Christianity, but this other form of Christianity in the middle. I will argue you have historical biblical Christianity and these other two things are co-opting and trying to write biblical Christianity out of existence. Now, with all of that in mind, I have an article here entitled, Have conservative and progressive Christianity become two separate religions? Now, you see how this connects to my theory. I've been saying forever that you have these two things. So, so there are, is Christianity becoming two separate religions? Now, just think about this. This, the headline here doesn't even acknowledge that there's something in the middle. The headlines are like, look at Christianity. It's becoming two separate religions, one on the left, one on the right. Progressive, conservative, conservative and progressive Christianity, and that nothing else really exists. This article doesn't even acknowledge the historical biblical Christianity. And that's how bad I believe the problem has become. That even now when people are writing about this, they're like, no, Christianity is now into either you're in this camp or that camp. And I want to say that is the problem. These other two things, conservative, quote unquote, Christianity and progressive Christianity have so corrupted and hijacked even the word Christianity now that many people can't even see, wait a minute, there's something there. there there's something in the middle here. It's being, it's being written out of existence. And that's what I've been talking about for a long time. This article was published on December the 9th. That means yesterday at 3.30 p.m. So a little, uh, just a little less than 24 hours ago. And here is the story. I'll get, uh, this comes from julieroys.com. And again, here is the headline. Have conservative and progressive Christianity become two separate religions? The question, the question, is Christianity in the United States becoming two different religions? Now, I want you to, I want you to hear this. If people are looking, going, Christianity is becoming two different religions, that tells you that what I call biblical historical Christianity is being completely written out of existence. Because if, if historical biblical Christianity was really prominent, people writing these articles would be like, whoa, okay, here's these two crazy competing ideas and biblical Christianity is going to have to stand against it. No, they don't even recognize the historical biblical Christianity because now all Christians are put into one of these two camps, the conservative or the progressive, which is causing a lot of people to say, well, then I don't belong in the church. I don't belong in any of this. And there, there is the problem. So in a sense, this article is kind of proving what I've been saying, that biblical Christianity is being written out of existence because of these two corrupting influences. They go on to say, the question is, Christianity in the United States, is Christianity in the United States becoming two different religions? The answer, if the question above seems off the wall, at least look at why it has arisen. 
All right. So they, they are saying, hey, look, if you think that question is off the wall, look at why it's being asked. Look at what has occurred. Look, look at what's going on. And so they're, they're going to go back and they say two years ago. So they started, uh, they're going to go back to two years ago. I think you can go back to 2015 is where I think everything really started coming off the train tracks. Is where, that's where I would go back to. But they're going to go back two years ago. Um, and they, uh, that someone wrote that they were quite, quite astonished by some survey uh, research reported in the 20-something soul. All right. Um, and the 20-something soul, I believe, let me see, let me click on this. Yeah, it's a book. It's called The 20-Something Soul, Understanding Religious and Secular Lives of American Young Adults. The 20-Something Soul, Understanding the Religious and Secular Lives of American Young Adults. So here's someone trying to study it, trying to figure out what's going on. And someone, when they looked at this book and looked at all of its research, they were somewhat astonished, as this report says, by what they found in the book. Right? Here's what they, they discovered. Young Americans, age 30 and under, quizzed about religion, were asked how they think of God. One option was a personal being involved in the lives of people today. It doesn't seem, it doesn't get any simpler or more basic than that, whether you're Jewish, Christian, or Muslim. Other choices were some impersonal cosmic life force or a deistic creator who is not involved in the world or God does not exist. So you didn't have a lot of choices, but when asked about this, those were the different, those were the different options. So let's go through them again. Option number one, a personal being involved in the lives of people today. Uh, another choice, cosmic life force. Another uh, option, a deistic creator who is not involved in the world. And, uh, and another choice, God does not exist. Not surprisingly, the evangelical Protestants were virtually unanimous in embracing the first definition. But remarkably, only half of those in the predominantly white theological, theologically pluralistic mainline Protestant churches, church bodies, made that choice, while 40% favored the vague life force. So then we get into a predominantly white theologically pluralistic mainline Protestant bodies Many of them who are connected with those kinds of churches are saying, well, God is just a, a vague life force. Well, that immediately tells you there's a problem. Something is going, something's going way wrong somewhere. Young adult Roman Catholics fell in between the two Protestant groups. All right. Um, okay. Okay. Now let, let's go back. So when they say the two groups, let's go through this. So the evangelical Protestants were almost unanimous in embracing the first definition. So the, you, the evangelical Protestant world, they would have said uh, that, God, that God is a personal being involved in the lives of people today. All right. However, when you looked at the white, theologically pluralistic mainline Protestant bodies, 40% said God is just a vague life force. So you have a major split going on there. You have the ev evangelical world, and you have the mainline Protestant world. Now, just stay with me here. Uh, I, you can see where this article is going to go. They're going to take the e e Protestant evangelical world, and that's going to be labeled the conservative kind of Christianity, and the mainline Protestant is going to be considered the progressive left. 
And there, there are your, that's what they're saying now are becoming two completely different religions with completely even different definitions of who God is, right? See that, that you can say, okay, well, that makes sense. I will argue that the difference between Protestant, theologically conservative evangelicals and mainline Protestant world, that they've already always been basically two religions, I think the, the, the very liberal, theologically minded mainline Protestant groups and, 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 and denominations, they've always been basically a, to me, a false religion. So I think that divide has always existed. I don't think that's anything new. I don't think that's anything new. So it's interesting that they're pointing that out. I think that's always existed. That's always been a problem. To me now, what's happened to the progressive theologically liberal group and the and the conservative theological group is that now their identity is no longer theological it is political and that political influence is taking away the people in the middle who are trying to be biblical christians they're going to identify these two the divide between these two groups i think these two groups are both the cancer wiping out biblical christianity so, so my, I've got to, I've got to add my perspective into this, but I want you to show you what they're trying to establish here. Then you bring in Catholics. They fall in between the two Protestant groups. And this random sample, 30% were evangelicals, 18% were Catholic, 14% were mainline Protestant, and 29% had no religious affiliation. So after examining that book and its data, uh, they they posed the question whether Protestants' long-running two-party rivalry could be evolving towards a future with starkly different belief systems. I will argue that that's that's been going on for a very long time. I I, I will argue that's been happening since the rise of the of the evangelical movement, and you had the split between the evangelical movement and the fundamentalist. We, we could go back into early church history and the, the rise of the theological liberalism. I, I think we've had almost two different kinds of Christianity present for a very long time. The difference now is the sides are being identified by political ideology, not theological, where before it was a theological difference. Oh, you're a theological liberal. You're a theological conservative. Now is, oh, you're a political liberal, you're a political conservative. And our political ideologies seem to mean more than the theological identifiers. That, that I think the article is completely missing that point. But I, I, I'm glad they're acknowledging that there, there's been this divide because it's been true throughout church, modern church history here in the United States of America. Now, so that, that's, that's the study done from two years ago. Now, a more radical version of that scenario is explored in a book called One Faith No Longer. One Faith No Longer. That's the name of this new book, all right? And uh, they go through all the people involved in writing it. Okay, but here's what they, they say. Their provocative proposal asserts that conservative and progressive Christians have become so thoroughly polarized in values, goals, and identity that they're no longer subgroups within the same religion. Rather, they are in the process of becoming or already are two distinctive religious expressions. 
The distinctions are so powerful that is in, that it is indeed no longer feasible to consider them in the same religious category. They're like, okay, things are so bad now that the conservative and the progressive, they can't even be considered the same religion anymore. They, they cannot even, they're not even in the same religious category anymore. That is how bad things have become. Let me again, once again, insert my perspective on this, my hypothesis. I believe what has happened is in the past, these, this, this division existed but it existed along, along theological lines. The division was theological. What has happened is both the, the left, liberal, and conservative have both now been hijacked by political ideology, which is now how you have to identify to be a part of one of these groups. I am arguing that there are people in the middle who are like, no, what I, I am conservative in my belief that the Bible is the inspired word of God. I am conservative in the fact that I believe that Jesus Christ is the eternal son of God who took upon human flesh, born of a virgin, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and buried, rose again the third day, seated at the right hand of the father, and he's coming to judge the living and the dead. That, that I am theologically conservative and I believe in the Great Commission. I believe in discipling people. I believe in the church. I believe in preaching the gospel. I believe in calling people to faith that they they believe these things. However, now their churches that they are trying to find or are attempting to visit or, or maybe even a member of, those churches are now becoming more identified by a political ideology or a political side than they are their theology. The theology still may be there. The problem is you may be, may be in agreement with their theology but you may find yourself strongly in disagreement with their politics, with how they emphasize basically that if you're going to be a good Christian, you're going to vote Republican. If you're going to be a good Christian, you would have supported Donald Trump. If you're going to be a good Christian, you would be fighting this and fighting this, and you would be worried about critical race theory, and you'd be, and you would know that the whole pandemic is a hoax. And, and, and in other words, you have to go along with all of these additional ideas, which supposedly now demonstrates if you're truly a biblical Christian, which in reality, all it's doing is writing biblical Christianity out of existence and pushing people who want a biblical-minded church and not a politically hijacked church out of the church. And they are becoming basically strangers and aliens to the church that they may have spent a good portion of their life dedicated to and trying to help grow. They are becoming outsiders. That is where I think the issue is. So, so, but they're even acknowledging that this, the split here has gotten so bad that it's basically now, they're, they're, it's no longer feasible to consider them in the same religious category. The authors go so far as to compare this with the way Buddhism continued some concepts of Hinduism, but evolved into a separate world religion. They say progressive and conservative Christianity are all but separate religions with essential goals that are diametrically opposed. That's, that's a serious claim here. That's a serious claim here. They want to highlight that they went, they want to highlight the situation saying that scholars in the media have long neglected the internal life of liberal churches while closely focusing on every twist and turn among the conservative evangelicals. 
Uh, they've, they, they talk about uh, posting several recent items about a crackup among evangelical leaders and alienation between them and the grassroots uh, believers. Since the rise of Donald Trump, political fury, f- furies have exaggerated such fissures in U.S. religion and culture. But the book says the Christian split was evident in pre-Trump America and the kernel of the phenomenon stemmed from the dispute between Protestant fundamentalists and the modernists in the late 19th and 20th centuries. Now, I completely agree. You had the, the modernists, the rise of the, kind of the modern evangel- evangelicalism, and then you had basically the fundamentalist. So this, this split was going on, but it was along theological lines. The, the people were identifying themselves by theological identity. Now, we believe the Bible's the inspired word of God. Well, we question it, and we, we don't believe that person wrote the book, and we believe that prophecy wasn't, was not uh, written until after the fact. What I mean, I, I'm sitting in the front of the church. I have the four-volume set of the fundamentals, which really outlines what was happening at that time in, in the early 1900 is when the church was it was because of the higher criticism coming in from Germany and Europe. There was this wave of liberal, Bible-denying, theologically corrupt chaos coming in, and the fundamentalists fought against it and said, "Well, we're not going to be a part of the seminaries that are bringing this stuff in. We're going to we're not going to be a part of the denominations. We're going to separate ourselves." But it was because of theological differences. I cannot stress that enough. They were theological. Now what's happening is the progressive and the conservative have a new wave of corruption came in and it hijacked both. And that's the rise of making everything political and seeing the world from a political perspective and not a biblical perspective. And then reading your political perspective into the scriptures, trying to make your scripture, trying to make the scripture somehow bow to your Republican or Democratic or progressive or conservative perspective. That's the issue. They're acknowledging that this has been going on for a long time, but they're, they're, they're leaving out the political aspects of it. Uh, this brings up um, what, uh, what some can fi- find confusing about this. Uh, the book scans Christians' attitudes towards the Bible and Islam, but not other doctrinal matters, and, put, and puts major focus on thermometer ratings of respondent warm and cold feelings towards other groups in society associated so, uh, are, uh, towards other groups in society. Assorted opinion articles and quotes from in-depth interviews with 36 conservative clergy and leaders from 41 from the progressive side, plus 25 pages of resource material on the subject. So they, they, they have a lot of discussion in this new book. The problem is they don't seem to really get into doctrinal theological issues. And I don't think, you, I don't think understanding the two sides now I don't think it's about theology anymore. Again, you can go to a church and they have the best theological statement of faith that you've ever seen. It looks orthodox. It looks biblical. They say all the right theological words. And then the next thing you realize is like, wait a minute, though. This this place has been so politically hijacked. They're reading their their politics into the Bible. Okay, something's wrong. It, it, it's going to take a while to see it. It says, um, it says, I uh, see here. Um, 
They go on to say, I guess in the book, that because the interviewees are anonymous with no breakdown by affiliation or credentials, it's hard to tell how much the long-running conflict between white Protestants currently causing pending schisms in the Reformed Church in America and United Methodist Church uh, shapes black and Hispanic Protestant churches, especially Catholics, and this proposed Christian-wide split. Also tricky is that the sum of the interviewed evangelicals were ranked progressive. All right, so they stop there and they don't go into any further discussion. So let me state it again. They're at least acknowledging that what we have today are two separate religions. And I will completely agree. The conservative and the liberal side are now two completely different religions. But I will argue that they have both become so politically hijacked that neither one of them is biblical historical Christianity. They have corrupted, they have polluted the name Christianity. Christianity. They've, they've, they've polluted that title, Christianity, completely so that they, they are the ones corrupting the church and, and your church is either identified, sadly, in many cases, with one of those two camps. And if, as a Christian, for you to find good standing, you have to identify with one of those camps. I believe that the historical biblical Christianity is out there, but it's becoming more and more difficult to find, and it's becoming more and more difficult to try to convince Christians that we must preserve, hold on to, defend, and promote historical biblical Christianity without getting caught up into the political hijacking of the church. We've got to withstand the political hijacking of the church. And we stand against it by preserving historical biblical Christianity where we're focused on the Great Commission, discipling people, and preaching the Word of God. I found the the article interesting. I mean, they don't really come to any major conclusions other than, hey, there's two different religions now. I will argue there's three. Progressive liberal, conservative, those now... And when I say three, listen to what I'm saying. Those two are corrupt forms of Christianity. And I don't care what church or denomination you put in there, right? If, they're, if, they, if they've been so hijacked by liberal politics or conservative politics, they've stopped being Christian. And somewhere out there is the historical biblical Christianity that is slowly but surely not only being written out of existence, nobody even identifies it that, as that anymore. Because it's more about, well, what, what's your stand on this cultural issue? What's your stand on this political issue? Because that's what really matters, not your doctrine and theology. That is where I think things are right now. And I believe it's going to get worse in 2022. If we make it through 2022, I don't know what will happen in 2023. Maybe we'll get a little break in 2023. But once we start going into 2024 for the, the presidential election, I think it's going to, I think, I think Christianity is just going to, well, it's not even about splitting into, it's already split. It's just going to be that biblical, that it's going to be so politicized that you're going to just look around going, I don't even know where I belong anymore. I, I don't even know if I fit in anywhere. I don't even know if there's anywhere I can go. And, and it's going to be so bad that you're going to be like, I don't want to be identified by the word Christian because I don't want people to think that I'm either that kind of uh, that I belong to that kind of political ideology or that kind of political ideology. You're going to be like, can I, can you call me something other than that? Can you call me something? Okay. We are followers of Christ. 
We're not going to use the word Christian anymore since it's so been abused and twisted and polluted that I don't want anyone to to immediately assume, oh, you're a Christian. You have to be, oh, you must be a, tr- a Trump supporter. Well, we, what? Wait, 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 how did we get to that? No, I'm a Christ supporter, okay? I support Christ. I follow Christ. I, I believe the Bible. I, I'm a sinner trying to live a Christian life and, try, and confessing where I've fallen. Like, that's what we want to be known by. But, but sadly, that is not what is occurring. I, I thought this was interesting. I wanted to at least bring it to everyone's attention. You can read it. Again, there's not a lot. There, there's, there's so many questions this doesn't answer. Uh, again, this is julieroys.com. There is a video here. Um, let me see how long it is. I mean, I can't play it for you now because I haven't got, gotten the audio, but um, see here, that's playing a commercial. I'm going to wait till the commercial goes away. There's another commercial. Okay, one, one second, one second. Okay, here we go. We're going to skip it. 55 minutes and 34 seconds. 55 minutes and 34 seconds. Now, I think we, I, look, that video looks very familiar. We may have reviewed part of the audio of that before. And I know we've discussed a little bit of this before, but the way this article was presented kind of just brought it into new light. Hey, we're, we're Christianity is becoming two. There, basically, there's going to be two re, re, different religions within the giant umbrella of Christianity. And one's going to be progressive. One's going to be conservative. And I will argue that that division has been there for a long time in American Christianity, but it was divided along theological lines. So to me, that division is nothing new. What I believe is new is the division now is not about theology as much as it is, in fact, even more so, it's about politics. That pushes biblical Christianity, with basically pushes them out with no place to go and no place to call home. And I think that's why many people are like, I don't want anything to do with the church. It's political nonsense. I don't want anything to do with it. And nobody seems to be willing to address that. I was, I was listening to, I turned on American Family Radio on, on my drive here this afternoon. And they were, the, the Patriot, what was it called? The Patriot Institute something. I don't even know what it was, but just the idea that on Christian radio, it's being added that, hey, get, go to this website and get some information about the Patriot Institute, right? Um, I, so they're advertising that I go join something called the Patriot Institute. So I guess I can be a better patriot. Where, where, where's pay, being a patriot in the Bible? Where's about patriotism in the Bible? No, my, my home is not here. My citizenship is in heaven. I am to be committed to the Christ and to the kingdom of God. But, but it's just, that's, that's where we are in American Christianity today. That, and I, I, I was thinking about it on the drive here after I heard that. I listened to just a few minutes of it and I turned it off. And I started thinking, man, I used to listen to Christian radio so much in the 80s and the 90s, hours and hours and hours and hours. And it was so, yes, they talked about some cultural issues, but it was so not political. There was just not this constant political nonsense where today it seems to be constant. It seems to be everywhere. And I'm not saying that there aren't Christian radio stations that avoid it, but more and more, it's just, there's, there's a problem. And well, we just outlined the problem. Now you can tell me if you agree or disagree. 
by emailing me at newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. All right, I'll stop there. We'll be back on the air here shortly. God bless.